edition of the Survival Podcast. As always, one man's view of the changing world, the changing times, and the things that we can all do to live a better life if times get tough or even if they don't. Today is episode 1061 of the Survival Podcast, and it's January 31st, 2013. Somebody busted on me yesterday because I said it was 2012 yesterday. Well, let me tell you something, guys. Uh, I, I tried also to put the creamer for my coffee in the microwave today. I'm still pretty burned out from the uh, the move, but an opportunity came up. Um, I've been working really hard with Rob Gray over at AOCS to launch a new TSP metal store, tspmint.com. We sell gold, silver, and copper now at tspmint.com. It's open right now. Uh, the featured product is the new TSP coin uh, featuring the ant with the, the slogan Cogito Ergo Sum Formica, which means I think, therefore, I'm an ant. We'll be talking about that today and a lot of other things. Now, here's the interesting thing. So I, I'm here yesterday. I did a show yesterday on the move. And um, I'm going through, and I had an invoice to pay Rob for some money that I owed him. So that made me think of Rob and the fact that I hadn't talked to him for like two weeks because I've been busy moving and pulling my hair out and going crazy. And uh, I said, well, I better get in touch with Rob. So I Skype Rob. He goes, hey, it's ready to launch. I'm like, awesome. So he's like, let's do a show tomorrow. And I'm like, great, I don't have a guest booked. I canceled all the interviews this week because I didn't know how it was going to go. I need a show for tomorrow. Bam, let's do that. So he calls me this morning, and he's like, hey, Chris Dwayne wants to get on with us from, from Silver Bullet, Silver Shield, and help cross-promote what you're doing and tell people about and tell people the story of how Chris has been working with Rob and how they've sold a ton of silver, literally a ton of silver, and helped build Rob's AOCS Mint into something that's the, the new Mulligan Mint, actually, and it's something that's amazing creating jobs and the whole story story behind that and where we're going with silver and where we're going with the economy. I'm like, you know, sometimes things just happen the right way. They did today. This is going to be an awesome show with a lot of motivation in it and great, exciting news and a way that you can help us here at the Survival Podcast just by buying silver at some of the most competitive prices you've ever heard. I don't want to be too commercial about this. I, I try never to be so, but let me tell you this. Rob is going to throw out a big challenge for me. To sell a buttload of silver. I mean, like 20 buttloads of silver. And so I'm, I'm pushing it a little bit, but I'm telling you, if you've been waiting to buy some silver, we've got an incredible deal for you coming up. Before we do that, though, let's go ahead and help take care of our sponsor. Sponsor of the day number one today, BulkAmmo.com. We're going to talk about precious metal today. You know what you've just learned by what's happened with the scare with the assault weapons ban and people buying ammo and magazines and things like that like crazy? There's another precious metal in addition to silver and gold. It's called copper jacketed lead encased in brass, right? Ammo. And ammo is through the roof expensive right now. But if you need some ammo right now, even though it's very expensive because it's not available anywhere else. I just had a person email me yesterday go, look at bulk, and bulk ammo's price on, on a 5.56 millimeter. And I said, where can you get it otherwise? And the answer was nowhere. That's the point. But there are some good values in ammo right now. I'll tell you what, this would be a great time to stock up on shotgun ammo. You know why? No one's doing it. Go counter to the market and take your funds right now. Stock up on ammo. Go over to BulkAmmo.com. They have some great deals on shotgun ammo over there. And if you need the other stuff and you got to pay the premium to get it right now, at least you can get it. That's something that a lot of other folks can't say. Next up today, Safe Castle Royal, the original survival podcast sponsor, the company that helped me build the member support brigade. You see they have this discount program. It's 50 bucks one time. It's actually 49. 
$49 one time, and for the rest of your life, everything you ever buy from these folks, you get a discount on. People buy it every day. You get it for free as an MSB member, and they have everything you can need for your prepping needs. And I call them the original Survival Podcast sponsor, Because SafeCastle was the first company that stood up officially and said, Jack, we know what you're doing with TSP. We want to be part of it. How do we get involved officially? Vic Rontala, awesome, awesome guy, takes care of people. I talk to him all the time by email. He's always taking care of the audience. You know how many complaints I've had about SafeCastle since they've become a sponsor almost four years ago? Goose egg. Zero. None. Nada. There's been complaints about sponsors, and I take them very seriously, and I track them down, and I help sponsors correct an issue when they come up, but they've been very minor, or the sponsor gets fired. There's only one sponsor that's had zero. I mean absolutely zero. That's Safe Castle, and they've been here the longest time. You know you can trust doing business with them. Check them out today at prepared.pro. The best way to visit Safe Castle uh, Royal or BulkAmmo.com or any of our sponsors, go to the survivalpodcast.com first. Click on their banners in the right-hand margin, then you know you're dealing with an official Survival Podcast sponsor. Last but not least, consider joining the Members Support Brigade. If you do that, you get exclusive content available only to members, and you get discounts to over 36 vendors. The newest discount, and when you listen to this show, if you go check it out right now, it may be later in the day before I get the discount posted. The latest discount is going to be for TSP Mint that will get you a dollar off every silver coin that you buy. That's a big deal in the silver market, especially when you hear what we're selling the new silver at. That's just one discount. There's a Safe Castle discount. There's a Western Botanicals discount. Those two are twice. Those two discount memberships for free are twice the cost of the MSB. It's a great deal. Uh, check it out today. You just go to the survivalpodcast.com and click on members of the member support brigade uh, discount. Some of you guys probably, when you hear the discount, you can get on silver today uh, with it. We'll want to join just to get the discount. On the silver in the new TSP Mint. And that's a great segue. So uh, without further ado, I'd like to introduce our two special guests today. It's not a lot often that we do this. But Rob Gray of AOCS and Chris Dwayne of Silver Bullet Silver Shield. Hey, guys, it's kind of cool to have both of you here together at the same time. Uh, welcome back to the Survival Podcast to both of you because you're both people that have uh, been here before. Thanks a lot for having us, Jack. It's uh, always a pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, especially since you're the one that was instrumental in getting us two uh, lunatics together. <laughs> so many people in my life were like, you got to meet Chris Dwayne, you got to meet Chris Dwayne. And, uh, and then finally one day I get an email from you, Jack, and you're like, fine, here's your contact information. You guys get in touch. Work it out from here. Let's go. And, uh, and the rest is history. Well, let's kind of talk about that a little bit because that happened right about the time that, you know, uh, you did one of the greatest things in the world as far as I'm concerned, Rob, and you basically got to call Congress thieves to their face at a congressional hearing. And Chris flew up there and met with you guys, and, and you guys started kind of working on some collaborative projects with AOCS and Chris's Silver Shield together and just kind of t bring us up to kind of speed of how that's worked out. Yeah, the uh, the congressional thing was a lot of fun, and uh, you know we talked about that on our on our last uh, time together here um, about you know how how instrumental it was in kind of bringing to the forefront all the things that we've been working on from the AOCS perspective for the last four or five years, and actually you know having an opportunity to give it such credibility um, uh, right there in the in the halls of Congress, you know, to see see the beast right there in person, and to to let them really know what we think about them and what the free market response is to them getting involved with community currencies and screwing around with our money. 
Um, so it was a great time. But, uh, you know, uh, just a few weeks before that, Chris and I had met and we started talking. And we said to Chris, we said, you know, we got this little thing coming up that, that maybe you can help us on. And Chris has quite a way with words. Um, and so Chris was uh, very, very instrumental in helping us draft that, that message. I mean, it was an important message and it had to come off exactly the right way. Uh, and so Chris was great with helping out. And I said, why don't you, why don't you come to D.C. And, and do it with us? Uh, so we had an opportunity to meet Ron Paul there, as we discussed, and um, I think Chris fulfilled, you know, his one of his life uh, goals in in that meeting. Um, and we wrapped up the congressional testimony. We looked at each other, and Chris said, "You know, why don't I make a coin or something, and uh, and see if I can sell a coin?" And uh, you know, we've done lots of of coins for lots of different people over the years, and so uh, we learned a lot um, from our experience about what to do and what not to do. And one of the major things that we learned was don't ever make a negative medallion, always make positive medallions because people love buying positive medallions. Um, you know, we, we learned about setting up, uh, PayPal stores and checkouts for people so they can buy online and, and easily and conveniently pay. Uh, and so we went back to Chris and he wanted to make this stupid, uh, skull, medallion. I don't know if you can it, see It's it. kind of negative, isn't it? It has this real death end look to it. it. It says, in debt and death they trust. And I, yeah. I you know, I, I try to be respectful to people. I'm like, you know, Chris, it's a really clever idea, but maybe you can come up with something a little bit different so it sells better. And he's, no, 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 no. This, is, this is absolutely going to sell. It's a rock and roll coin and people are going to love it. I'm like, okay, we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, and sure enough, um, it was like that FedEx commercial, Jack, if you've ever seen it, where the guys launch the web store, and uh, they watch the ticker start uh, calculating the total sales, uh, and then they start looking at each other when the number starts skyrocketing, and you know they've got to figure out what to do at that point. Uh, it was insane. I mean, we've done lots of launches before for different projects. I've never seen anything like this ever in the history, uh, even all the way back to the early days with Lakota. I mean, we did great with Lakota, but this completely blew through what happened there. Um, and so it was really encouraging. Chris, uh, Chris proved me wrong about what the possibility was. Um, but also at the same time, the, the other, the other thing that, that happened since then was, you know, we, we made a couple cool videos, uh, from the testimony, from the recording there. Chris got them out to his, uh, his network and, you know, it, it really started helping things come together for the mint. I mean, we started this mint late last year. I'm sorry, late 2011. We came up with the idea to start, uh, Mulligan Mint here in Dallas. Uh, early 2012, we decided to start uh, fundraising for it, which is the first time I've ever uh, gone outside to find capital to do something. Uh, and it, it started off well, and then it kind of slowed down, and, and we got to a point where you know we were just kind of grinding along. Uh, and then all of a sudden, this video hits Chris's channel, and next thing you know, you know all the orders that we could possibly looked for showed up. Uh, the rest of the capital that we needed to bring in the rest of the equipment showed up. Um, but not, but more important than, than capital, the sales showed up. And it just catapulted us right there uh, into, you know, needing to bring on more people and needing to bring on more presses, you know. And so we started with a single press, um, you know, that was hand-fed. We've now got three of them in here that are machine-fed. We'll, we'll get back to that, I'm sure, in just the next few moments. But um, the aftermath of the congressional testimony has been um, really exciting, and we're still today literally dealing with, uh, with everything that's happened since then. Uh, and it's been a good time. Awesome, man. I mean, Chris, what made you decide to cut? I mean, because the coin just looks badass. It really does. Um, Thanks. But what what made you decide to go that route with your initial coin is, I mean, part of it might just be the flavor of the audience you've built because you've been 
pretty daggone clear on the future of this economy. And I think you and I completely agree with that. It's a debt-based economy, and it, you know, it leads to, if not physical death, psychological death in a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, the whole point of doing all these coins is that it's not about, um, you know, selling silver. It's about changing the consciousness of what we're actively or passively doing in our lives. And if you listen to the, the Greatest Truth Told the Congress, that video that we did where we called, um, you know, the Federal Reserve and Congress thieves, um, you know, one of the things that I, we left off with is that this next revolution is not going to be fought with bullets or bombs going to be fought with the opposite consciousness and what i wanted to do with the very first coin is to say hey um you know everybody's always got these you know silver eagles and lady liberty and the flag and we're all great no we're debt and death dealers all over the world that's what our reality is built on and i want to challenge people's consciousness on what they're doing you know are you working for a corporation are you you know, buying corporate stuff that you don't need. Are you, you know, trusting your money with the Wall Street guys that you're, you know, claiming that you're, you know, you're against? Are you buying your silver from Tim Geithner's U.S. Treasury? I mean, what are you actively or passively doing in your lives? And that's what all these coins have been about. You know, it'd be really easy for me to put, you know, don't tread on me on my on coins and and stamp it and say, hey, you know, I have a silver coin, go buy my, you know, particular brand. No, it's really about changing the idea of what we're doing in our lives. Um, and with 30 coins coming out over the next year and, and the momentum picking up, I mean, just the, this Freedom Girl that we launched what, two days ago was just, you know, amazing. So I, I, this is all about our consciousness awakening and not just, you know, silver. Silver's a big part of that. That's what the silver bullet and the silver shield uh, video series and DVD and all that all is, is about because by buying silver you're actively you know not just passively going along with the with the crowd and, and supporting this debt and debt system you're actively taking your money out of the system deleveraging their means of control and actively empowering yourself that's what the whole you know purpose silver bullet for your for the things that you hate in this world the military industrial complex the banksters that are robbing and looting the place the politicians who don't care about you the medical industry that's uh, you know thrives off of cancer the the food you know, the industrial food, and then the silver shield for your family. Because I don't care if you have, you know, bullets, food, uh, tools, you know, silver, gold, something that has to be real and tangible, something that has real wealth. That empowers you and directly weakens them. So that's the whole point of that series. Well, very cool. And you guys have kind of inspired me. So we have kind of an announcement I'd like to make now about what we're doing with TSP and AOCS. I've looked at what you're doing, and I, I, I want to do what I can to help promote your store, but we're businessmen in a, kind of a friendly competition here now. And uh, as promised, we are uh, coming back with, we had a TSP Copper store for a while, and we're coming back now with TSPMint.com, and we're going to have silver, gold, and copper medallions available there. And uh, we have a new TSP coin, right, Rob? We've got a, uh, a shiny new. How do how do I say this? A co cogito ergo sum formica. What does it cogito mean? Cogito ergo sum formica, which is the old um, Latin for I think, therefore I am. But formica is an ant, so it's I think, therefore I'm an ant, and it kind of goes into the entire premise of the survival podcast where we know that we need to prepare for some of this crap that's coming down the pike. And 
it's about thinking, right? So, because Chris was just it put it very well with you can have gold, you can have silver, you can have bullets, you can have food, but if you're not able to also think and be able to use these things and rebuild the community after these idiots get done destroying it, because I think we can all agree that's the plan. There's there's no plan to fix this. I don't I don't see any plan from anybody in power, let's say, to correct this problem because you don't correct the very thing that you've created. Uh, they want this type of a breakdown. But right. I think even they are going to lose control of it at some point, and we need people that are not just prepared, but people that are thinking about being prepared and thinking about how to put things back together and thinking about reaching out to the other members of your community because no matter how much we, Paul, revere this and sound the alarm and say, hey, you got to get ready, there's going to be a lot of people that aren't ready. And these are just people that haven't woken up, and we need to be able to stand and rebuild things together. And I think that, you know, Putting a, a significant portion of your assets in silver is one great way to do that. Uh, and I also think, though, that we have to, again, have this, this plan in mind in advance. What will we do? What will it look like? How will we defend ourselves? And how will we try to make the defensive portion of that as brief as possible by bringing solutions? Because the reason that there's going to be danger in this type of a breakdown is because people don't know what to do. If you can give them a proactive solution, you mitigate a lot of that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, the uh, the medallion looks great. Uh, I'm I'm very excited about transitioning. I mean, you and I have talked for for years about starting to add other products on the uh, the copper store, and it it was all just you know the biggest challenge in making a migration from just selling copper to selling all the different products that we've minted over the years is price point. Um, and we've always, for years, relied on other mints to make our product line, and things got expensive. We couldn't control their production costs. We couldn't control their ability to, to operate efficiently and get prices down. And so uh, for a long time, AOCS-approved products uh, came with a pretty hefty premium. And so by launching the Mulligan Mint here in Dallas, we've been able to uh, eliminate the AOCS fee, which we built on top of all of our medallions so that we could earn a, a, a license off of the medallions that the partner mints that we uh we we found um, uh, we're creating. Um, so now that we have our own men here, we have the ability to drop the prices way 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 down. So just for you know an example, um, like our proof prices, for example, have dropped in half. Our um, our bullion prices are down by sixty percent. So AOCS approved products are now a lot more cost effective um, and easily obtainable at a much more competitive price and. I know it sounds like I'm kind of making a commercial there, but the bottom line is that by eliminating some of the links in the, ch in the supply chain here, uh, we've got the same great quality product uh, that people have always come to expect from AOCS uh, now at a much better price point. And it's been able to completely change our business model um, and completely change the volumes that we do. Uh, you know, our goal, it, you know, our, our large goal is to put as much silver into circulation as we possibly can from a barter perspective and from, you know, as, as Chris pointed out, a, a protection um, for your family and also a sh uh, shooting at uh, a silver bullet at the, uh, at the banking system. But we want to see lots of silver, gold, and copper go into circulation so people can barter and trade with it. Um, and so, you know, really the, the best way to do that is to have an attractive price point so that people can get their hands on this stuff inexpensively um, and, you know, have uh, somebody have the ability to take a look at our product line and say, well, that's, you know, right there priced with some of the other uh, products that are out there and it's a better looking medallion. And I'd certainly like to support somebody that, that I know and, and trust and uh, want to see succeed as opposed to, you know, the U.S. government, which makes all these silver eagles out there. So, well, and let's uh, talk about the, the, the advantage you've created with pricing because you guys did sell at a premium, and 
I was happy to pay it, mainly for a variety of reasons. One, I'm dealing with a, a small company that's American-based here, and I'm dealing with a company with AOCS. You guys, if you can buy something with silver or gold, that's what you do. And that is huge to me because it's one thing to say, you know, get your money out of silver and gold, but basically the whole goal is to create as much currency as you can in your hand as you exchange the silver and gold to the other hand, where you guys are doing business in silver and gold whenever you can. Right, but, and that, that's one of the things that we talked about back with the congressional testimony because you've got all these states now that are pushing real hard for the, these Honest Money Acts, and, and I think their goal is to eliminate the, the conversion back and forth between silver and gold and dollars, to, to eliminate that step so people can actively use silver and gold. But the, the reality is, is you can do that right now, and that's kind of what I argued for. Um, you know, Just an example for, for you here at the Mint, we traded 25 ounces of gold for 60,000 pounds of steel in the form of uh, three of our Bliss 6K225 coining presses. I mean, that was a direct barter that didn't involve any cash. It didn't involve anything other than two men that wanted to do business with each other, and they found a, an equitable way of, uh, of trading uh, value for value. Um, and, and because you've done that, Rob, and you've got this minting facility now where you're controlling this, that big premiums come down. And just to give an example to people right now, you know, silver prices change by the hour, uh, really by the minute. So, but just to give you a comparison, right now I'm one, of, I'm one of the most competitive websites I know to buy silver eagles from. And a U.S. silver eagle is $34.32. Now I'm sitting over on Chris's site and I'm looking at Freedom Girl and the Slave Queen uh, coins at $34.68. And I, I just think that shows a tremendous value in being able to deal not with one, but now you've got two American companies you're dealing with here. You've got Chris and you've got Rob, and with TSP Mint, you've got Rob and you've got me, and, and Chris and I are going to help promote each other. So you're, you're, you're getting out of this currency, and you're also keeping your business with people that are driving and building business and building solutions here in America. And I think that's really what we've seen over the last couple of months with uh, with helping uh, launch Chris's store, um, because you know a lot of people want to vote with their wallets, and that's always been our message from day one. Uh, you can you can wave signs, you can do you know your protests, you can vote or not vote whenever you want, but vote with your wallet. You know, put your money where your mouth is, spend it with people that you want to see succeed. And I got to be honest with you, Jack. I, I got some bad news. That I probably should have told you before this call, but we're pretty swamped over here. Um, customers have been waiting two, three, four, five weeks to get orders. When we first launched, we were on a 12-week lead time. Now we're down to like four weeks, and within the next two weeks, we'll be down to, to seven to ten days. Um, <clears throat> but people, you know, when we launched Freedom Girl on Tuesday, 70% of all the sales were from existing customers that have already, you know, done business with us before that came back and said, you know, I like who you guys are. I mean, you can't even imagine the phone calls and emails we get. Great job. Keep up the great work. You know, we're switching all of our maple collection and our eagle collection and our uh, this collection over to you know privately minted stuff because we want to support guys that we we really want to see succeed out there. So people are voting with their wallets. They're they're doing business with with us with Mulligan Mint with Silver Bolt Silver Shield and they'll do business with TSP Mint because they they like what we're doing uh, and they realize that by purchasing this medallion you're actively going to support the work that Chris is doing. You're actively supporting the work. Jack, that you're doing, uh, and the work that we're doing as well. So I think that that is very clear to the the customer base out there, uh, and they they demonstrate that that's true by coming back and being repeat customers, uh, by being so patient. You know, three weeks into an order, saying, "Hey, no problem. I trust you guys. 
I know that AOCS has never once failed to fill an order in the five years they've been doing this stuff. So keep it up. Get your act together over there. Take your time. Do it right. And uh, and we'll buy again from you in the future. So you know, so the bad news oh, is that I, the lead times are a little 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 long right now, but we're but, we've got a couple Jack, of new presses coming in to, to cut down on that stuff as well. Yeah, Go ahead there, Chris. Yeah, the guys are. I mean, they. They. I, I gave the analogy of trying to build a car while it's running, and then you know, with all these new coins coming out, it's like hitting nitrous, you know, onto, onto what they're doing. So, you know, when I went down there, I don't know, four or five months ago, I mean, it was you know six guys, you know, some family members, you know, mulling around with one thing there. Now they got you know a legit operation there. I mean, they got uh, four. You know, they got three functioning, you know, automatic feed presses. They just bought this Columbia 360 thing that pumps out, like, I don't know, 60,000 ounces well, a day. That, was, that the- was a really funny story, too, because Old Glory Mint was where we were going to do Chris's medallion way back when. We, we knew we were setting up this facility here, but uh, we didn't expect it to be online for a few months. And so we were going to have Old Glory out in Utah run all this production. And they we, we narrowly missed a major bullet. Uh, by losing almost 40,000 ounces of silver that we sent down there. And uh, and we lucked out there big time. And uh, so we decided to bring the job in-house here and make it our first job that we ran here at the Mulligan Mint. And like Chris said, we had a single press, and we're sitting there, you know, putting these things in by hand. And it's it's so frustrating when you know that you've sold, you know, a couple thousand of these things a day, and you can't even mint enough every single day by hand to keep up with uh, the sales. So you know you're going further and further backwards every single day. Uh, and so right away we ordered two more of those presses uh, and the automatic feed mechanism so that we didn't have to load it by hand anymore. And the technology is really, really cool. We keep cracking coin collars, which stinks, but we're working through it. Um, but uh, the thing that we, we did, uh, which was really funny, which was kind of some <laughs> – there, there's, there's The audience can't them. see it, but Chris is yeah. holding up a cracked eye. Uh, yeah. Rob's got one too. And so am I. And I, I got another one on the floor over here and two more somewhere else. But uh, – <laughs> it was it was funny because Old Glory managed to put themselves out of business, and and we knew it was coming, uh, and we got contacted by the federal receiver that was um, taking over Old Glory Mint, and they invited us to go out there and take a look around to see if there was any equipment that we wanted, and so we actually went out there and we picked up their annealing oven, <clears throat> we picked up their rolling mill, we picked up all their tools, uh, so we got some insane deals from some of the stuff, and uh, it was it kind of made up a little bit for the 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 stress and the anxiety that we, that we were put into by dealing with those guys in the first place. Uh, but just recently, we also picked up their Columbia 360. And this is a high-speed knuckle joint press. The presses we have in-house now will do 10 strokes a minute, and we've got three of them. This press um, will do 120 strokes a minute, and uh, it's just the quality is great. This is the Cadillac of coining presses. And so we bought it. It's installed. It runs. We have a an operator that's been using it for years that starts here on February 11th. Uh, and so, you know, we're, we're doing everything we can to keep up with the production, but I don't think we're going to be able to do it. I mean, even with that press, even with the three presses we have, even with the bliss presses that have yet to come online, I mean, the demand is just taken off. Look at it like this. Chris, I did some numbers. Um, September through November, we did 47,000 ounces just retail of the debt and death. And that was in three months. In December, we did 46,000 ounces of Trivium in one month. In January so far, and it's the 31st today, we've done 62,000 ounces just retail of Freedom Girl. And so, when Jack, when I sat down to build a financial projection for Mulligan Mint, my pie-in-the-sky goal in two years was to be able to do 150,000 ounces of silver per month. And I thought it was going to take two years to get there. 
I think we're going to break 100,000 ounces just through, not even through our wholesale division, just through these these retail partnerships next month easily. Um, and so we're doing everything we can to try to keep up. Jack, like you said, you know, we're, we're adding people just as quickly as we can over here. Uh, I think well, we're what's your head count now, Rob, just to give people an idea of the job creation you've managed to do there. <laughs> we've got, uh, we've got 24 people now wow. full time here. Um, you and know, they're I, all Jack, one thing I, I is not going to be quantified. They're all really bright, energetic, smart, uh, you know, just working with all the all the, the setbacks and stuff, and the the uh, Rob's just set such a good uh, example down there. These guys get up at 6:30 in the morning when I went down to to go visit them. You know, Rob's waking me up, and I'm used to you know being a blogger, sleeping in a little bit. And Rob's like, "No, we got to go produce stuff." So we go down there, and you know, people are strolling in at seven, seven fifteen, seven thirty. Some guys have already been there. Some guys were there, you know, at midnight. Um, it's a real bootstrap. You know, this is what America. This is what built America. You know, not to get like, you know, it was just guys going out there and just doing stuff that they love doing, and you know, come hell or high water, they're going to be successful. And uh, you know, the 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 lead times are are getting down because Rob's committed a ton of capital to this. Yeah. Uh, thank you know, thanks for the investors and stuff. And I even uh, did a video yesterday thanking him and the team. And saying, you know, Rob's got a big set of balls to go out there right now and go start a mint, go start a job, you know, start any business in this economy. I mean, major corporations that have been around for hundreds of years are failing because they can't, you know, uh, you know, figure out what's going on. And, and uh, you know, I give Rob a lot of credit for doing this. And, you know, it's through people investing and, and uh, supporting us that we're able to go out there and really, you know, stick our thumb out there and say, hey, it doesn't have to be this way. We can do better. The, and I uh, think that at the same time, you're, you're, you know, we're not, you guys are selling a product here that is like, okay, something you buy and stick on a shelf and it's, it's a widget that you use if the wind blows a certain way. You're talking about taking currency and turning it into hard money. So yeah. it, it's, it's an investment product, but I also look at, and I think Chris would agree with this. I look at silver as the ultimate insurance policy. Right, so mm-hmm. I, I, Chris yeah. is an all-in guy. I'm a 10, 20 percent of your wealth guy, and, and I'm including real property and everything in that number, by the way. Yeah. But I think that both of us would agree that the reason you're doing that is because everything that we view as wealth in this world today is on a precipice. The way I just put it on an episode, Chris, is this way: the economy is on life support, and the life support systems are currently running on backup power. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're close. It, it, it's very it's all held together by a very thin thread. That's for sure. Um, you know, one one thing I wanted to add about what's going on down here is we don't we don't play by a normal set of rules, which has been a lot of fun. Uh, it's it's allowed us to create an environment where people, like Chris was mentioning a moment ago, they want to wake up and come in early and and work their butts off. Uh, there's huge incentive. There's huge upside here for people to put in the effort that they're putting in right now. Um, we had a, a text message conversation with our group of directors yesterday that I, I wanted to recap for you here because uh, it was it was really it's kind of corny. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know up front that it's a little it's a little weird, but. Uh, I, I said all day yesterday we acquired a mere 436 new customers. Um, we were trying to figure out why why we did so well on Tuesday, and it was a lot of repeat business. And uh, our marketing director chimes in. He says, "Well, you must have a good marketing director or something." And our retail sales director chimes in and says, "Well, new head of retail sales breaking records. Coincidence? I doubt it." 
And then uh, our wholesale sales director comes in and says, P.S., by Friday we'll have additional dealers in South Africa, New Zealand, Malaysia, and Germany. And I said, it's a little silly, but hear me out on this. When it feels like we just rescued John Galt from the looters and we're all sitting around the fire at Midas Mulligan's place, carving up the world and all of its possibilities. And I said, if you don't know exactly what I mean, then I've got a short reading assignment for you. But, you know, when I when I wake up in the morning, all I see, all I feel, all I, uh, all I can imagine when I look out the window is just the, the possibilities. And they're out there. And it's easy to look at the world and, and be full of uh, negativity and depression and, uh, and you know, feelings of uh, fear and uh, concern for what the world may bring. Or, uh, you know, it takes a little bit more effort, but you can also look at the possibilities that are out there as well. And I think that's really what we've been able to do uh, in the last year to build what we've built so far. You know, where we've got this place where people want to come in. They want to work their butts off, uh, even through the stress and the anxiety of, you know, 2,000 order days. I mean, we've got reams of paper here that we've just printed out to uh, to account for all these orders that are coming in. I expect it to get a whole lot worse as people figure out who we are and what we stand for. Uh, just uh, mention that every time you get all those orders, that's that's, that's known of job security right there. And, and the nice thing of working for you, Rob, is if we ever get to the point where we actually see the final death nail of the dollar, I could I'll work for you for silver, right? I mean, you guys <laughs> have silver, so, so you're not going to be left holding the, the cash bag in the end. It's like gold sculpture all over again. I get emails from people saying, well, you know, in my old life I was, uh, you know, this guy, but I'm willing to come there and sweep the floors or work the press, whatever you want me to do. I just want to be a part of it. It's historic. Um, you know, there, there are a couple places to buy silver from these days. You can buy from the U.S. Mint and support the same regime that got us into this mess in the first place. Uh, you can buy from, like, a Northwestern Territorial and sit there and wait three months and worry about whether or not they're going to, you know, send you cash back when the market jumps instead of your product that you wanted in the first place. Um, or you can buy from somebody that, that you think is working on something that really means um, uh, you know really will make a difference in the world and, and that's what we stand for we we call ourselves an unincorporated voluntary association of men over here and uh, I think that really sums up uh, the type of business that we're running the type of uh, environment that uh, that you'll see, see when you come over here and, and you are invited to come out anytime you want Jack and, and check it out uh, but it's a lot of fun it's it's very stressful but you know, people people uh, tell us all the time how bad they feel for us, and you guys must be so overwhelmed. The bottom line is, we're having a blast. We're having a lot of fun, and uh, and I think that's what really is what uh, drives us out of bed in the morning and and here till eight nine o'clock every night. I, I do have a question for Chris here because we already kind of talked about this off air, and you had a really great perspective on this when we did. I had a guy email me, and he's making large silver purchases, and he was worried that any transaction over 10k gets reported to the government. And uh, I told him I think actually when the Patriot Act came through, one of the you know hidden things in there was that mandatory reporting dropped to 4k. And, and Chris pointed out, and I was already pretty much aware of this, that pretty much if they want visibility into your finances, anything that's check or electronic is all visible anyway. But your point, Chris, was, well, yeah, but fine, once you're out of the dollar and into silver, it's your silver, and it's it's now kind of anonymous, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I bought a lot. I went all in on silver in 2005, so I've been uh, you know doing this, and I did it with a lot of money. Um, and I was under that same fear, like, oh, I got to do nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollar wire transfers, and you know all that other stuff. And and you know, here I am. I'm pretty vocal. I'm, you know, I got YouTube channels, and I have, I haven't had anybody knock on my door because you're not doing anything wrong. You're allowed to buy as much as you want. Uh, there's no restrictions on it. 
Um, and the reality is, you know, honestly, if you know any wire credit card, any any banking purchase, unless you're going down to rob and paying in cash. There's going to be a record of it, and they know about it. I mean, you don't a have to know. A pack of they know about, right? Yeah, I mean, anything. And see, that that's the key. Right there, that simple argument is the – that's the problem that we have. We have to understand that we empower them, and they do not control us. It is physically impossible for them. I can't even control my four-year-old son, um, you know, and tell him <laughs> to go, go, go take a nap, Okay. The way that this system works is we volunteer for our slavery. We're encouraging our slavery. We pay for our slavery. We self-regulate ourselves. Live boldly. Say, you know, screw this. Because I, I tell you what, if they, first of all, I, don't keep any silver or you know, uh, stuff inside your house or the banks. Two only, only two places in the world I don't think that you should be keeping your stuff. They ever come and ask me where my stuff is? I don't know. I had a coke problem. I had a hooker problem. I had a gambling problem. I had a boating accident. <laughs> I spent it. I uh, bought this. I, you know, it's none of their debts. business. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, none of their business. Well, it's like the line from Atlas Shrugged. Uh, you no, owe no morality to the, those that hold you by the end of the gun. You know, you can, uh, I say you lie and, and do it all day long because if, if, they're, if they're trying to extort it out of you, when you said thieves and, and what, you, what was what was your statement, Rob? That nothing can exist between honest men and thieves, or how did you put that? No fair competition can exist between honest men and thieves. And there let me be go. clear: when I say thieves, I mean the what was it? The Federal Reserve, privately held, privately held Federal Reserve, and the men in Congress who allow it to exist. There you go. And with that, I don't know if you know or not, Jack, because we never got the video of the congressman, but uh, Congressman Al Green, or what was his name, Rob? Yeah, Al Green, he left. Yeah, Al Green got got up and left. left. Like, oh, I guess I don't belong here. Somebody said thief. i got to get out. You know know what's funny about that is if if he wasn't a thief, and you know there's plenty of thieves in Congress, right? Or you would have said it, Rob. If he wasn't a thief, he would have sat there and went... Ron Paul didn't get up and walk out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He didn't get up and walk out because you said thieves. He didn't, I did see him on camera. He didn't even react. Yeah. We, we couldn't even give Ron Paul silver. He's like, uh, are you giving me a silver coin? And he's like, no, nah, I can't. No, no, no. I'm allowed to accept one gift and it has to be under $5. So he ended up taking a piece of copper, I think, or something oh, wow. like that. Mises. Yeah, well, he's retiring, so we can we can all send him a coin, maybe to thank him. You know, I, I, I mean, I'm not a big pro government guy, even with Ron Paul's in charge. But it, it, at least it's nice to see a guy with integrity trying to work within that system. Absolutely, for sure. You know, he's he's done a lot of great work. He's he's woken a lot of people up, and we're 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 very curious to see where he goes from here and uh, and what he does with his with his army of uh, you know followers out there. Well, Chris, I think you said a long time ago in one of your posts that he would be better off working outside the system anyway. Well, that's what we did when we went down there. So Rob uh, secured a half-hour office meeting with him, and Rob and Gus talked about, I don't know, silver and stuff like that. My my brain is just stewing because I'm like, I am going to hammer this guy. And so I had like the last 10 minutes, there was an opportunity, and I said, uh, you know, Dr. Paul, you've been in office for 40 years. Um, you have this rare opportunity where you haven't uh, endorsed any Republican candidate. You know, this is before the uh, um, Republican National Convention. Uh, he was the only other candidate still in, in the running. I said, you have a historic opportunity to say to people right now, walk away. I said, Mahatma Gandhi became historically significant because he realized that being a barrister or a lawyer inside the uh, British Empire 
uh, only works within the system, and there can be never ever be change within a system. It just it makes no sense. It has to come from outside the system. And, and I said, uh, Mahatma Gandhi became historically significant when he walked away from the system and encouraged others to do the same thing. And I said, Dr. Paul, will you become historically significant? And instead of uh, endorsing, uh, go out there in your last speech and say, you know, walk away, stop buying uh, corporate products, stop investing in the stock market, stop. You know, working for corporate uh, investments, stop joining their military, stop empowering them. You empower yourself and walk away. And you know, his response was, "Well, thank you very much. I have another meeting." And I was like, <laughs> Mother effer. So I walked out, and I was still stupid. I have respect for the guy. And as soon as I walked out, I said, "The Ron Paul Revolution's dead. It's time to start something else." And I said, um, I, "I did a video following that up. Said, stop the revolution, start the evolution." And I realized that throughout all of history, 6,000-plus years of history, all we do is revolve in a system where we have one group of psychopaths that spread a lie to get a collective to go and sacrifice their lives, their time, their energy to overthrow another group of psychopaths that have a group of collective. That's all we do. We just constantly rotate one group of psychopaths uh, empowered by a collective over and over again. And I said, there, we have to stop these revolutions because all we're doing is revolving in this system. We have to have an evolution and realize that the individual is far more important than collective, that the individual is the basis of all the power, that we empower them and they don't control us. And I said, that evolution will uh, will instantly free any person that starts doing it right away. There's no, you know, wait until the next election. There's no wait until the next quarter. There's no uh, let's march on Washington. No, every individual that can say, hey, you know what? Screw this. I'm not playing by their rules anymore. I'm not going to self-regulate. I'm not going to do things that everybody else thinks is right. I'm going to do what I know is to be true and right. I'm going to live my life in that path. And every person that does that will encourage implicitly, just by being next to somebody, somebody else to follow in that path. And I think guys like you and me and Rob and you know, all these other people out there are starting to grasp onto this idea that hmm, maybe they don't control us and maybe I've just been my own worst enemy this well, whole time. That, that's the whole thing. I mean, that, that whole, the whole system of lies is held together by such a thin thread and, and people are, are catching on to it and they're realizing, like, like you said and like somebody posted on a, a blog post for the congressional testimony video, we are our own jailers. Um, you know, yes. we, we choose to use Federal Reserve notes because we, we think that we have to. Uh, yeah. Mulligan Mint you know, is not an incorporated business because most people that start a business think they've got to run down to the state you know, county office and and file for their incorporation. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to sign up for a lot of the the crap that uh, that they put in. Um, you know, the system to keep us enslaved. Absolutely. And so one, Absolutely. Once you're willing to look at it a little bit outside of the box and consider the possibility of existing in a world just as men, and it's so funny here. Like we uh, we applied for uh, terms for uh, our copper supplier, right? And they're like, well, we need your DMB number. We're like, well, we don't have a DMB well, number. Well, we need your federal identification number. Well, we don't have a federal ID. Well, then we're going to need a personal guarantee from you for for this line of credit. We're like, okay, well, first of all, we didn't ask for a line of credit. Well, you can't buy from us unless you have a line of credit. We just want to pay in cash. Let's just pay. Hey, like, we'll cut you a check. We'll give you money now. The product. They're like, no, nah, it's not how we work. Everyone has terms here. We're like, okay. They're like, I, I'm like, well, how do you want a personal guarantee if we are like real human beings? Isn't that kind of a personal guarantee as opposed to, uh, I don't know, it, the whole thing just got lost for a while. And then finally they're like, oh, wait a minute. If we do business with them and they're not a corporation, then that is a personal guarantee and we will extend terms to you. And so 
It yeah. took a while, but it ended and you're not even out. asking for terms, is it? We've got into a ridiculously sick-minded world. When I'm going, I need two tons of copper. Here's some money. I can't do it. I mean, and this this demonstrates the mental handicap that has been hoisted on to people throughout the world over time. This is why way back in 2008 when I first started this show, I did an episode where I said, what you guys need to do is stop talking about seceding uh, as a state. This is, this is nonsense. You're going to go from one oppressive government to a smaller government that has greater visibility into a way they can oppress you. Secede as an individual. Individual secession from the system. Stand apart from it. There's parts of it in this world that we have to interact with. If you want to drive your car, you got to pull up to a gas pump, pump gas, give the guy some uh, monopoly money and pay a tax that's built into that gas. And as long as you want to drive a car for now, that's what you got to do. But there is this huge segment of society that you can play outside of those boundaries right. and stay the hell out of this thing. Right. And that's not just with silver and exchanging silver. That's just a piece of it. It's, well, I want raw milk. Buy a fractional interest in a freaking cow. Stop asking permission from your government officials to allow you to buy raw milk and go get the milk out of the freaking cow. And if somebody wants to come jail me for, for getting milk out of a cow, bring it. Because I will make more money from that one stupid <laughs> action by those people than they can fathom if they put me in jail for drinking raw milk out of a cow. I dare, it reminds me of the guy back when they were legalizing gold, as though you can make a metal illegal. And the guy had the gold, I don't remember his name, Chris, you probably do, he had the gold brick. And he was saying, this is mine, come arrest me. And, 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 I mean, that's where we've got to get with all of this. Right. Yeah, I did a video called isecede.org. Uh, and uh, the whole purpose of it, it was I just got tired of, you know, following individuals. I mean, the, the Tea Party and Ron Paul and, you know, all these other guys out there. Stop following. Be your own leader. Like, you know, it, it, there will be, like, the line that I came up with is you cannot change the outside world to make yourself happy or free. You can change the world. You can change yourself to make the world happy and free. And it's the whole principle of clean your own front porch. Don't worry about what anybody else is doing. Stop telling them what to do. In fact, the very the very fact that you're going out there and saying, "Hey, March, we're doing this. You should do this." All that is is conflict, and that's what this world is. That's what empowers these guys. They said the more that we're able to just walk away and say, "Hey, I'm going to walk my own path." You can walk with me if you want, and we got something good going. That's how movement starts. That's that's how Jesus did it. That's how Buddha did it. That's how Martin Luther King, that's how Gandhi did it. Big historical movements throughout history, and you know what? That's the way to go, and I think that the more that people start realizing the uh, solutions are not you know, Jack or Chris or Rob or Ron Paul or any of these other guys out there, it's inside of them, and that every single action that they can take to empower themselves and you secede or I secede out of the thing, the better off we all are. Well, the key is that there's a lot of wisdom out there from guys like, uh, you know, you, Chris, and you, Jack, and, and you want to you listen to all of it. You want to get as much out of it as you possibly can, but, you know, to... And take what you want, right? Because Chris and I don't completely agree on everything. We, I'd say we were probably 90% in agreement or better, but there's places where we disagree. Well, if you agree with 5% of what Chris says on that disagreement, 5%, then put that in your own life and do whatever the heck you want to with it and, and reach out and grab something from somewhere else, but just be in charge. People keep talking about leadership, leadership. The, the, the greatest failure of leadership in this nation today is the failure at the individual level. It is not a failure by a congressman. It is not a failure by a president. It's a failure for us to get up off our own damn asses and lead our own lives. I mean, and that's, that's as blunt as I can be with it. 
Well, it's it's true. Personal I mean, responsibility. There's, there's, we've been groomed into uh, you know going along and doing what we're told, and by doing that, we're actively participating in this collective nightmare. And the solution is, as Albert Einstein said, the opposite consciousness is where the answer is. You cannot solve a problem with the same consciousness that created it. You have to see the world anew, and that's what you know. All this, all this is about the, the congressional testimony, the silver, the videos, the your, your podcast. It's all about just. Getting the individual to say, dude, you're in charge of your life. You empower other people with every dollar, every action, every thought, every viewership. You empower somebody else. So start taking personal responsibility and maybe, maybe, just maybe, start empowering yourself and you do something of value that you can exchange with other people. Yeah, I remember, you know, we keep mentioning Ron Paul, and I remember somebody asked him about one of these things he wanted to deregulate. I think it was in regards to marijuana. And he said, I don't know, maybe if I give you some freedom, you'll like it and ask for some more. You know, and it was, it was, it wasn't basically like saying, like, I'm in power or anything, but he's basically saying, it's been so long since you've known what freedom was. Maybe if you experienced a little bit of it, you would start demanding some more of it and taking some more of it. And, and, you know, investing in metal is one way we can, you know, do that because we are disempowering the system. And that, you know, kind of, we always at the end of my shows, I try to give everybody a plug. I want to go first today and then we'll, we'll get to Rob and, and Chris both because I, I want to make sure that everybody gets a plug here because Rob though has thrown down the gauntlet and asked me to come out of the gates with TSP Mint and, and try to replicate some of what Chris has done <laughs> and in, in return offered an incentive for you guys to get out and buy the new survival podcast, Silver Coin. So Rob, you want to lay out uh, the kind of the incentive that we've put together and this, this goal that you've set for me. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, know, you laughed at me when you said it. I, I think it's very possible. Uh, I think that uh, you know, right now there's a huge demand in the marketplace for silver. Uh, the numbers of the U.S. men are off the charts. What did they do so far this month? Seven million or something it's like that. Um, you know, it's with them being shut down for two weeks. <laughs> with, with them being shut down, with the private guys out there like me, completely backed up and bottlenecked. I mean, just and the price is just you know continuing to stay silly low. Um, so it's it's a huge buying opportunity, and silver is very hot right now, and people love to buy silver when it's hot. Um, so we're introducing the Survival Podcast Ant Medallion. I don't think we've come up with a clever name for it yet, but uh, we're introducing the Survival Podcast Medallion this weekend, uh, starting today. Um, and we're introducing it at market plus $2.99, which I think is a very, very competitive price for a beautiful privately minted uh, medallion. Um, and as we've seen with Chris's stuff, I mean, a lot of collectors are picking these things up because, you know, some of these things run for a short while and then they get replaced with a new medallion. Jack, you and I just talked yesterday about the next medallion that you'd like to see come out, and I think it looks great. I don't want to talk too much about it right now because we've got the Ant Medallion getting ready to go live uh, today. Um, but the bottom line is that it's a beautiful medallion, and I think at two ninety nine, it's a great price. Um, we're also going to do a dollar ninety nine for people that are part of your member support brigade. Um, so we've got a huge incentive in there to join the uh, the MSB program. I, I, Jack, I'm assuming that that's still open and available to the public. Is that oh, right? absolutely, absolutely. So we'll that's, have a. That's how I pay the bills, guys. As many of those as we can get, man. Let's. We'll have a promo code available shortly uh, that you can post in the MSB section of the website so that uh, people can get that promo code and buy it a dollar off the retail price. Um, that's the cash discounted price. So if you want to pay with cash, uh, e-check, uh, 
mailing a check or money order cashier's check. Uh, that's the discounted price. We can do wire transfers if people want to send in a wire transfer. I think there's a wire transfer fee. Uh, we can also do credit card with a, with a 3% surcharge added on top of that for the convenience there. Um, but anyway, so the new medallion's coming out at market plus $299 uh, for retail, $1.99 if you're an MSB member. And uh, what I think, I think we can sell a lot of these things on opening weekend. Um, I don't really know how many. We, we have yet to see how many. But here's, here's the deals that I will throw out there, and I think there are three of them. Deal number one is if you order five, we're going to throw in a limited edition, not being sold to the public, one AV ounce copper debt and death Chris Dwayne silver bullet silver shield special medallion. Now, this one's got a little bit of a story to it because, uh, you know, if you can see the video here, I'm, I'm holding up the debt and death medallion that we made in silver. We broke all records with this uh, medallion. We've broken that record since then, but it's uh, it's insanely collectible now, and they're selling on eBay for the most ridiculous prices that I've ever seen. Um, people people really want to get their hands on. We get phone calls over here all day long for people trying to buy them, trying to trick us into selling them, just to to see if we're we're really uh, taking care of the collector's market. So what we've decided to do is we've decided to come back and mint um, a limited edition version of that in copper. Uh, and so, but you, you can't up, buy one. You can't buy one, no. Um, so if you pick up five of these beautiful new Jack Spierko ant medallions, then we are going to throw in as a gift uh, token of appreciation the limited edition one-ounce copper debt and death medallion. Uh, thanks to Chris for allowing us to do that. I really appreciate that. Huge thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, so here's the deal. So if we hit 15,000 ounces between now and the close of the day this Sunday, so that's Sunday, February 3rd, 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time. If we hit 15,000 ounces, and we will have a running accurate total on the uh, on the live website, tspmint.com, uh, everybody that participates and buys one of those medallions is going to get one of those limited edition debt and death one-ounce copper medallions. Now, when we launched Freedom Girl on another site, we said 10,000 ounces was our goal. We ended up doing 18,000, I think 462. Um, so everybody uh, got one there. And if we hit 15,000 ounces between now and Sunday uh, at 11.59 p.m., everybody that buys one of these medallions, one of them, just one, is going to get one of the limited edition copper debt and death uh, medallions as well. So if you bought five and we hit the 15,000 ounce goal, then you get two of them in your order. I don't know if that makes any sense, but basically you get one for purchasing five of the silver uh, ant medallions, and if we hit 15,000 ounces, we'll double that and put two in your order. And we should note that the, the, the five and get a free uh, copper is not like a running thing. So you don't order 10 and get two, 15 and get three. Right. We're doing five or more, you get one free copper medallion. These are highly collectible, can't be purchased by the public, Exactly. Uh, that type of thing. Now I'm going to go one step further and uh, and make it interesting out there because I think I think we can get to 25,000 ounces in opening weekend of the new of the new Ant Medallion and if we do that here's what I'm here's what I'm willing to do I'm willing to bring you Jack out to the Mint to see this for yourself in person because it is kind of a cool site um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take you up on your offer to actually run one of the presses for a day and I'm gonna have you mint ten limited edition tenth ounce Survival Podcast uh, gold medallion. So uh, we'll have we'll make an ounce of gold out of ten tenth ounce blanks. 
Um, I don't know if we'll ever make more than that or not, but uh, but what we'll do is we'll make 10 of those. I'll have you personally do it here, and then we'll give away all 10 of those to 10 lucky people that participated in our opening weekend uh, sales promo here. So we have to hit 25,000 ounces of the Spirico medallion, and if we do that, I'll bring you down here personally to mint 10 10th ounce gold medallions, and we can give those away to uh, to 10 lucky winners that participated in that opening weekend drive. So I think I think that that's a pretty good set of uh, promos to, to come out with for the launch of your new store, tspmint.com. Uh, we're real, real uh, proud to be a part of it with you, and uh, we're quite certain that we're going to do some amazing things there. Well, and I'm excited to have you guys as partners in this. This is something I've been approached with, you know, silver coin, TSP silver, this type of stuff for forever. I mean, ever since the show took off. And it's been something I've never really been comfortable enough with somebody to do it. Uh, you and I have a long relationship as friends and business partners, and the integrity there is huge. And I know I can trust my audience with you. And that's, that is something that it, it doesn't just happen. It has to be earned, and it's been more than earned a thousand times over. So when well, you're doing business with me at TSP Mint, you're also doing business with Rob Gray and AOCS, and I can tell you that you're, you're doing business with honorable people that are going to take care of you. And that's, that's uh, yeah, that's, a, that's an amazing vote of confidence coming from you, and I, and I really appreciate that. Um, you know, it's, it's always our goal to under-promise, over-deliver. We've fallen way, way, way short of that goal. That was our New Year's resolution um, three weeks ago. Um, but I don't know what to do. I mean, our only alternative is to turn off the stores and just stop selling. Uh, that's what the U.S. Mint does, and I don't think that that's fair to the marketplace. I think that if people like our products and want to support you and me and the, the work that we're doing, um, then they're going to be okay with waiting a couple weeks to get their medallions. Um, it, it's uh, you know, well, it's a, and and the, let's put this in perspective. Yeah, we've had uh, you know some slowdowns and stuff like that. I mean, the the lead times have gone from I think twelve weeks or when we originally first start selling these things. You know, now we're down to like three weeks, and 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 as soon as these uh, the Columbia press gets done, but Jack, I mean, you guys know, and the whole survival community, tell me what you know, thirty round magazine times are. Tell me what you know, safes uh, lead time are. You know, like some of these special guns and ammunition. You know, there's a, just a huge demand that is starting to wake up, and this is what happens when. People start consciously supporting things that actually matter. Um, you know, it takes time for the free market to respond. And Rob has done a tremendous job starting from, you know, one hand fed, fed mint or one hand fed press from, you know, probably two or three months ago to now, you know, multiple presses, 24 people. That's what the free market does. And this is why, you know, you know, people are patient. That's why people are uh, investing their time and energy with us. And, and the, the really wonderful thing is, Jack, the, the life that I used to lead, you know, I used to sell, you know, all sorts of stuff, and, and it really doesn't have value. This stuff is very valuable. Uh, silver has been in a con, uh, consolidation since May of last year, and I, I really think that we're within a month or two of just an extraordinary breakout. So, um, you know, this is this is a time that people should be buying silvers when it's, you know, no, no one's really noticing. Like, I wouldn't suggest, you know, going out and waiting nine months to get a 30-round magazine clip, you know, that may or may not show up. But I am suggesting that people should be focusing their effort on, um, you know, buying the silver while it's still available. Yeah, I, I would completely agree with that. And, I, you know, your, your point on the magazines and ammo right now couldn't be more uh, perfect. 
And, and this is something I, I, I've been trying to drive home to people with the coming collapse of this economy. Because I'm not telling you I know exactly what it's going to look like. I'm not telling you it's, I know exactly how it's going to happen. I'm not going to tell you that I know exactly what it'll look like six months into it, but I know it's going to suck. And what I've been trying to drive home to people right now is, okay, yeah, go try to buy a, a, a Magpul 30-round PMAG right now and see how hard it is. What if that was oatmeal? Right? What if, what if that was rice? What if right now, okay, yeah, we can give you a tenth ounce bag of rice, but not a one pound bag of rice instead of you can get a 10 round mag instead of a 30 round mag. And this is what happens in any market when pressure is put, put, being put on it. When you look at the metal market, silver and gold specifically, and you see these long lead times, what does that tell you from a pure investor standpoint? It means that people are going, I don't want this cash. I want this hard commodity. And, and, you know, I'm not one of these people that's always saying get rid of every penny you have and turn it into silver or gold. But what I am saying is you look at what the market's doing and then you understand that the market is dictating the future. Yeah. And Greg Manorino, who's another one of my favorite analyst type guys, just came out and he basically showed with charts the entire globe exiting the dollar. When when you see something like that, you want to be part of it now, not at the end. Right, Remember right. the silver spike where silver went up to almost like fifty bucks, mm -hmm. and I was like, you know, don't chase it right now, but this is this is what it looks like when it breaks out. Right, and, and this is a and they, uh, Chris, you can speak to this. I think that that was even capped, and that's why oh, totally. I said it wouldn't it wouldn't keep going. They they manipulated that to pull it back. Well, here's here's the backstory. Most people don't know that J.P. Morgan had their own proprietary desk where they used to trade with their own money um, and 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 cap these markets. So um, it goes back to uh, the, actually what most people don't realize: the financial crisis that we're experiencing um, started with Bear Stearns in March of '08. Okay, and Bear Stearns. Uh, the reason why they got hurt is because they had a short position on silver. Silver started going up from, uh, I think, $12 in July of 07 to $22. And as, if people don't know, when you have a short position, it's, uh, it's on a leveraged position. So every dollar is multiple, multiple, multiple losses. Uh, it got so bad that Bear Stearns lost. Um, and J.P. Morgan ended up buying Bear Stearns for $2 a share. You might remember that. J.P. Morgan then took over JP, uh, Bear Stearns' silver short position and drove the hell out of it down to almost $8 within seven months of taking over that book. Then comes in the Volcker Rule um, at the end of 2010, where uh, the Volcker Rule said that the, these big banks could no longer trade with their own money because it was too risky to the entire system. So they closed down the, the uh, proprietary desk at J.P. Morgan, and the the week that they closed it down, it went from $17.76 uh, in September all the way up to 50 And if you look at the chart, it was just a straight line up almost. I mean, they had a little dip in February, but it was a straight line up. And to me, that was just pressure release. That's just allowing the free market to say, hey, there is a higher value to this thing than what, than what has been artificially supported at. So... I have no doubt in my mind that they uh, they let it run up to get all these paper investors to to leverage in, and then what they do is they short the hell out of it, knowing that all these uh, you know I call them momentum monkeys who trade paper silver uh, chase after it with all these contracts, and then they then they smack them down by uh, loading on all these paper shorts. 
The wonderful thing about the physical market is it doesn't respond quite like that. When J.P. Morgan drove down the prices from uh, you know twenty four dollars down to eight dollars in two thousand eight, um, Silver Eagles never drop below seventeen or eighteen dollars, even though the spot price was at half that because of that. Um, so I have no doubt that the market's rigged, but they have to let the the, uh, the markets run sometimes. It's been since May of 2011 that they've they've uh, had the, the they let it run last time, um, and they're about to have it go again because, quite honestly, just from the um, U.S. Mint not being able to keep up with supply, us not being able to keep up with supply, um, in let higher prices bring on more. Uh, capacity, bring on more uh, ounces onto the market, and they have to do it soon, and I think it's going to be very shortly. I have an interesting question for you, Quiris, on, on just silver in general with people that still have money in IRAs. Um, I know you would probably say the best thing to do is just pay the penalty, get the money out, stick it in, in physical metal, but a lot of people are not going to do that. I get people all the time asking, how, how do I put physical metal in an IRA? And my response is, if you insist on continuing to contribute to an IRA and you want to hold metal, that's the place to hold paper. Because when you take physical metal inside an IRA, you've taken the most anonymous form of currency known to man and made it the most public form of money known yeah. to man. Because everybody and their mother can see it now. Yeah. I I uh, I I don't. This collapse is going to be so big, so large, and it's all about counterparty risk. You know, every single paper asset, and I don't care if it's your dollars, stocks, bonds, even your real estate, your IRAs, 401ks, insurance, everything is going to fail because there's counterparty risk attached onto it. So I, I, I personally, what I did, I, I paid the penalty. I paid the, to get out of my 401k, my IRA, I paid it and took it because I want only physical. There's some people who won't bite the bullet, and yeah, you can, you know, buy PSLV. That's probably the best uh, thing that you can do, or uh, you can. Uh, uh, Rob's got a, a wait, lawyer. Wait, wait, wait! Let me jump in. Let me answer yeah. this one, <laughs> Jack. I don't know. I don't know if you've heard about this at all, but this is probably going to be the biggest thing that creates new sales opportunities for us this year. Um, we've got a, a pretty clever setup now with self-directed IRAs, uh, where you can actually take physical possession of IRA metal. Um, through a self-directed IRA. So uh, it's pretty neat. I'm not going to get into all the details right mm-hmm. now because um, I think that it's worth having a whole show about it. But we've been doing it a lot for a lot of people, and it's really, really, really cool. Um, so you can still have it in the IRA, not take the hack tax hit, but have physical possession of it completely legally, completely compliant with IRS code, everything. And uh, it When you say quick. physical possession, you mean it's in my hands? It's in no, no. It's okay. not in your okay. hands. It's physically <laughs> held by a safe in your closet that is owned and managed by uh, Spearco IRA Holding Company Ooh, okay. LLC. That's a little yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty exotic, uh, and it's it's the loophole is going to get closed sometime very very soon. Okay. Um, so if if you've got people out there that have IRAs or even precious metals IRAs and just want to take physical possession of it, it can be done. And we've got a very simple process that we've been helping people follow to uh, to make it happen. So um, let's talk more about that offline. But. Yeah, we'll punt that one for for a future episode. I'm going to tell you personally, unless you and you've turned me around on some things, I I want my physical metal in my. I don't want any restrictions on my physical metal. I want it in my hand, able to barter with Chris. If I want consulting from Chris right now on something, I want to be able to say how many ounces? Five. Here you go, brother. And I want that's it. It's done. It's over. Yep. But yep. you, you might have – I mean, you turned me around on legal tender law, so we'll see. And I didn't think anybody could do that. I only need I only need about 90 seconds to fill you in on how this works, and you'll be like, well, 
We'll do okay, that. We'll it. do that in a future episode. <laughs> I want. I want to. You know, we kind of eaten well over an hour now. I want to give Chris in return for his time a good plug for the work that you're doing because you've got the Silver Bullet Silver Shield. You've got the Sons of Liberty Academy. Tell folks how they get because you were on the show before, but it seems like forever ago. Uh, so there's probably yeah. a lot of new listeners that uh, that don't know about the work you're doing. I want them to know. Yeah, I think. Uh Probably the best place to first get in touch with me would be uh, The Greatest Truth Never Told on YouTube. I think we're closing in on 6.4 million views uh, in just over a year on YouTube. I've been devoting all my effort on, on that because I think that um, people have uh, are just more used to watching videos. So I put uh, half of the Sons of Liberty Academy onto YouTube for free. You can get the other half for free at sonsoflibertyacademy.com. Um, that was a huge awakening process. It was basically everything that you need to know about waking up and getting through the five stages of awakening so you're not stuck in the depression like, oh, the problems are so big, uh, and come out of it a positive individual ready to take on the world. Uh, it can be found at the, the sonsoflibertyacademy.com. Uh, I got a website, don't dash tread dash on dot me. That's my blog. Um, and then finally the silver bullet silver shield.com. Um, is the site where we're, you know, launching up to 30 new silver medallions over the next year. Um, two of them are already out of uh, issuance and reaching huge premiums on eBay, even much larger than uh, the more well-known uh, national mints like Silver Eagles and Maple Leafs. And I think as our, um, you know, the idea of what we're doing grows, those premiums will continue to grow. Uh, but right now we have uh, Slave Queen and Freedom Girl. So if you like negative or positive medallions, you can go check those out. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you guys, I want you guys to go to Chris's site, and I want you to buy both of his coins that are available right now next week. Right? This, yeah. week <laughs> this week, this week, I want you to go TSP yeah. Mint, and I want you to buy the new, I think, therefore, I am an ant coin from TSP. I want you to buy at least five, because I want you to get Chris's awesome copper medallion you can't even buy anywhere else for free. I don't get real kind of infomercially very often, but, you know, Rob threw down the gauntlet here, guys, and I need you to come through for me. Um, you're you're going to be <laughs> investing in silver anyway this year. You know, do it with me. We have incredibly fair pricing, and for you MSB guys, I want you to think about this. With the deal I made with Rob up for the MSB, you're buying our privately minted silver coins for less than Silver Eagles. Now, I, I don't know of another privately minted silver coin you can do that with. I, I really don't. Um, I, I mean, maybe I'm missing something, but if, from what I understand, generally, your premiums go up there because of all the issues that Rob's trying to solve. <laughs> <laughs> and there are there are lots of issues. Rest assured that we we pull our hair out every day here. The the problems go from the front of the house to the middle of the house to the back of the house with minting and production in the back, fulfillment in the middle, uh, and it's just like a python swallowing a pig. It's pretty it's pretty <laughs> lumpy right now. But we're working on it. Um, I think we've come a long way in the last uh, couple months. Um, it's been it's been a lot of fun. And if you like us, if you trust us, uh, if you want to see us continue to create value for the people in our community, the people, uh, the men and the women that work here, um, that enjoy coming in here, then go to tspmint.com and, and pick up a set of these new medallions and let's let's continue making history here. This is. This is unprecedented. I mean, it's not the first time a, a privately minted coin has ever launched. It's not the first time a new mint uh, has come online. But it, I, I am quite certain that what we have done in so little time has broken every single record that any private mint has ever set. Uh, Can I also put in something, too? Like, the idea that, um, you know, the reason why I, I really like what we're doing, and I'm glad that Jack and 
you know, a few other guys are coming on. You know, m- majority of these guys are really just, you know, bootstrapping it, getting this done. And this is a good way of, of empowering these individuals to, to continue to spread their message. You know, so much of the work that I do and, and Jack does is absolutely free, and we're reaching out and changing the consciousness. And this is a, a good way of doing that. So uh, I think that we're going to end up having a lot more other people come into um, use silver as a means of supporting them. And, you know, instead of, uh, you know, the March of Dimes and, you know, a lot of these, uh, you know, charity organizations, I think it's far better um, to be investing in silver um, and supporting the voices out there that are actually going to change the world instead of, you know, keep the problem going. I think some of these uh, fundraisers are really more about raising funds than actually solving the problems. Um, and you can tell by the work that Jack does and I do and uh, stuff that we're, we're actively working every day to change the consciousness that would solve all these problems. Um, and that's and it starts with individual action on uh, taking personal responsibility and voting with your dollars. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think you make a really big point about how much content we both produce at no cost. I remember when I introduced my support brigade, people said, well, I'm not going to listen to you if you're going to charge for your podcast. I'm like, I'm never going to charge for a podcast ever any day of my life. Uh, what I'm doing is putting together a program that pays for itself. And if you want to participate, you can. And if you don't, you don't. That's called voluntarianism. And uh, I have a lot of people in the audience that are voluntarists and, and they're always trying to kind of win me over. And it's like, is an ideal. I'm there with you, man. I, I'm completely there with you. And we need to be, you know, following that ideal everywhere that we can. And that's how I try to put out everything that I do. Um, my education's free. If you want to support it and you want to get value in return, we have a way for you to do that. You can do that by supporting my gear shop, by supporting the new mint, uh, by supporting partners like Chris. I mean, you guys have been great. You've done a lot to help get awareness of me. You, you put me on your blog one time, Chris, that, that got me you know, just a ton of new listeners. And I appreciate that, and I thank you for doing that. And, you know, I'll try to do the same reciprocity back to you. Um, But, I mean, this is is the new way forward is business people, instead of working against each other, working with each other. It's it's called the abundance mentality, and I think that's That's another level that goes with this. Uh, Rob and I, and I don't know about you, I don't have any written contract with them or agreement. We we establish value for value, and that's how humans should interact with each other. And I came from a very shark-based mentality. I grew up in uh, in New Jersey, in a car dealership, went into the Marines. I mean, you couldn't have been more like money-grubbing uh, thing. And, and, and I was highly successful. I mean, I was a millionaire at 30 years old um, following that kind of way of life. And I realized that it's just a toxic, sick way of living. And it wasn't something I wanted to pass on to my kids. So I ended up walking away from my inheritance, my job, my state, my family, everything, just to get rid of that toxicity. And it took me two years to understand and live the abundance mentality. And it's simply just give as much as you can to as many people as you can, and you'll get magnitudes more than any uh, uh, effort that you could trying to be conniving and scheming and doing all that other stuff. So, you know, for me, I gave away my Sons of Liberty Academy. I spent three years slaving over building that entire 48-hour video session and, you know, putting up websites and learning all these new skills just to get that communicated. And then I continued with the website and, and stuff like that, and the amount of uh, blessings that I've gotten from you know opening up people's eyes and stuff like that, and then that leads to opportunities where people go, hey, um, Chris is a good guy, Rob, you're a good guy, why don't you two work together? And you know I, that would have never happened. Like 
But living in the abundance mentality is that final step. So once you get rid of all this toxic stuff and stop supporting toxic people, it then comes down to, okay, what are you actively going to do in your life? Are you going to be one of these guys that tries to skimp and scrimp, or are you just going to give as much away as you can and live, uh, and live life differently? And I think that's what this comes down to. And it works. I mean, you can look at just my business and see that's exactly how it was built, the same way you've done what you've done, Chris. It's And I give people all the time, you know, I'm starting a business, what do I do? And I'm like, put out more than you think is reasonable, <laughs> and you'll get more than you, you, you think is reasonable back in return. You'll you'll go, wait a minute. I mean, there's been times that where I've seen the audience respond, even not directly to me, when we did some charity work for a few different situations where I was blown away. There was the one lady that I said, you know, let's get behind this lady and help her out. It was a lady out in uh, Oregon over the yard sales, and she was dying of cancer. And Glenn Beck put that on the blaze. And I was in direct communication with the lady doing the fundraiser for her, and they did about $48,000 worth of fundraising for this lady, and over 30000 of it came from TSP. And that, wow. you know, that's with Glenn Beck putting it out on the blaze, and we're sitting there and, 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 and being 75% of the entire response from this, this thing that started with some maniac screaming at people in a car. And yeah, that's yeah. because and then, and that, you give and you attract people the, to give back. But that also shows the consciousness of the people that are supporting you and supporting me versus these big corporate you know, guys where they, they, they're bowing down and going, oh, let's go to a rally. Let's go do a march on Washington, and Glenn Beck's going to start his own community. I'm going to tell you, it's going to fail because the consciousness is not there. He, he's bringing in a corporate consciousness into this Independence USA where he wants to build his own personal fiefdom Disneyland. It's not going to work. You know, it's going to take individuals. I, I, I would rather go with Jack on a, on a community and build something than, than Glenn Beck with his $2 billion corporate mentality. Well, and I think that there's a big case for that no matter who it is, whether it's me, whether it's you, whether it's Rob, whether it's your next-door neighbor, that what we see in the free market is the more players in the game, the better the game is. Absolutely. And when you get something and you make it like, – I've had people go, you know, let me work with you. I can help you make this bigger. I'm like, I really don't want to make it a lot bigger. I want it to be what it is, the way that it is, the way that it was created, and I want other people to do similar things because some people are going to listen to me and go, this guy's a jerk. I really don't like this guy, and that's that's fine, but I want you to find what I'm offering from somebody you do resonate with, and if that's Chris, great, um, or, or vice versa, you know, or some guy that, you know, Chris and I would look at and go, that guy is an idiot, but if he's not really an idiot, we just feel that way uh, because he's so counter to what we're talking about right now, and that wakes you up. I don't care where you get it. I just want people to have freedom in their own lives. Right, Absolutely. So, guys, I think we're going to wrap here. I, guys, I want you to get over to Chris's sites today. I just want you to buy silver from me this week. Uh, I want you to keep doing it. But, I mean, this week, I want you to buy all your silver from me. Next week, you can buy some from Chris. But get over to his site right now. And I'm going to tell you, when you watch The Greatest Truth Never Told, you're going to hit parts of it that are going to challenge you. Some of you, it's going to piss you off. I'll be blunt about that. The last time I had Chris on, there were a few people that were upset about a few things that you heard. This is what I want you to want you to take with that when you go to watch this thing, because I think everybody out there should go watch it and start watching it today. It'll take you a while to work yourself through it, because you put so much work into it. Number one, remember what I said. You do not have to believe and agree with everything a person said to learn from them. You can take the parts that work for you now. Number two, I want you to remember, if you've been listening to this show for any length of time, I guarantee you there are times where I said something was true, and you were sure it wasn't, and you were resistant to it, and at least some of those things, if you stuck around for a couple of years, you're now going, well, of course, 
it just might be the case with some of the things that challenge you that down the road you'll come to see them in a different light. And I want you to think back to how many things in your life have been that way, where you were sure, absolutely sure of something, and then new information came in and you resisted it, but sooner or later when you looked at the totality, you realized that there was another way of seeing things. I think that's the spirit you have to be in to really get the most out of that. Now, if you're already awake to a lot of this stuff, it'll be like, that's awesome, that's awesome, I learned that, and it'll be easy. But for a lot of you, you call it five stages, Chris, and you're absolutely right. It goes right along with you know being told you have cancer, with denial and anger and, and what have you. So the anger is perfectly normal, but anything worth obtaining is worth working your way through and putting some effort into and, and Chris, I'd like to you know thank you for putting that course together. I can't say that I agree with 100% of it, but it, it changed the way that I look at a lot of things, and I think it's incredibly valuable. Well, and I, that's the whole point of individuals doing that. At the one line I think I started off the entire video series is listen to all and follow none. You know, by, by doing that, you're, it's implicitly empowering the individual to, uh, to, to be strong enough to listen to counter-arguments and using, uh, you know, the, the trivium with the grammar, logic, and reason to be able to sort through what rings true, what resonates with you, who, who uh, you know, <coughs> who you want to support, and it allows the individual to take responsibility and become their own leader. That's what I'm encouraging. I don't care. I don't want people to follow me. I don't want people to go, oh, Chris has got 100% right. Go listen to him. No, I, the whole point of this thing is to challenge individuals. And I appreciate you, uh, you know, being able to support that. And, yeah. uh, you know, in fact, on the back of my silver coins, the, the silver bullet, silver shield coins, it says, listen to all and follow none. Yeah, you know, that, that's what it's come down to. Let me tell you why you get resistance to that from people you probably know because you're, you're so switched on as a guy. But, but really, what that is is that people don't believe it when you say it. They have been so bullshitted and lied to for so long that when somebody actually says, you don't have to agree with me on 100% of what I say, you don't have to follow me, you don't have to do what I say, I want you to listen to me, take what works for you, and then go forward and do whatever you want to with it, they don't better. believe it. They don't believe it. Jack, I, I, get, I get people you know, throwing rocks at me all the time, and I say, well, go do something better. You know, I, I don't care. You do something better. The same thing exists in our landscape here where, you know, we put out all these tools and resources, but we're not the end-all, be-all in community currencies and gold and silver. If you've got a better idea and, and a better way to implement more quickly, then, then take it and run with it. You know, improve it, enhance it, uh, and, and share that if you want, um, you know, so that other people can benefit from it as well. So You know, this sounds like something that used to exist. It was called the... The free market? Is that what it was called, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, guys, really, I appreciate you guys being on. I'm going to have to get you both on more often. Chris, I'd love to get you on uh, for a standalone show. Rob, I want to keep getting you back on the talk, talk about what's going on in the Mint. And kind of an announcement here with um, our new living arrangements and actually working from home again, I'm going to have a lot more time to dedicate to TSP because I'm not going to an office every freaking day and having that breakup in my life. And we might start doing longer shows, more interviews, bringing guests on, like um, a guest that's going to be on for an hour segment and a guest that's going to be on for a 15-minute segment because if I don't start doing that, I mean, I've got guests booked out right now until April, right? And I want to get people on. I want to get yeah. repeat guests on. So we'll, we'll try to create some opportunities like that and, and get both of you guys back on. And um, the audience can't see this, but both Rob and, and Chris have cameras, and I don't. They're looking at a still picture of me. And Rob says, I, I, don't, I don't reciprocate with video. Um, but I'm probably going to go ahead and hook up a video camera, because I think a show like this 
would have been great if we would have had the whole video recorded with Pamela because she does work, Rob. Mm -hmm. And uh, we could have put this all on YouTube. would have been great. So we'll try to do more stuff like that in the future. But, Rob, Chris, man, thanks for being with us today. Uh, Final final thoughts from each of you. I'm going to let Rob go first, and then we'll go with Chris. I just want to say uh, thank you a lot to a lot of different people. First of all, you know, Chris, for helping uh, the, the Mint get to where it is right now so quickly with uh, with your series of coins. Jack, to you, the world, I owe you for making the introduction to Chris. Uh, just uh, thank you so much for that. Thanks for your vote of confidence earlier. Uh, thanks for, for being patient with us. I know it took a really long time to, to be able to offer – uh, you know these products, but I didn't want to release them without a competitive price. So you know we could have done this two years ago, uh, but now is the right time. Timing is everything, and everything is coming together. I can't, I cannot imagine a more perfect uh, way for everything to come together as it has done in just the last six months. I want to say thank you to all the people out there that have uh, that have purchased these products that that we have uh, you know put our blood and, uh, and sweat into minting. Uh, it's a huge vote of confidence from from our audiences and the public out there, uh, knowing that it, it may take two, three, four weeks to get an order and saying, you know what, I trust these guys, I like them, I want to see them all succeed, I want to support what they're doing, and uh, you know, I just I appreciate that so much, and that that for me is what gets me out of bed in the morning at six o'clock, uh, and and staying here to the mint till till after that. Um, the the one thing I, I can say to that group out there is if you want to have some fun, and you want to be a part of something that's really historic. Keep an eye on TSPMint.com all weekend long. Watch the ticker run up because I'm sure it's going to get out of control really, really quick. Um, and uh, and check back often to, to see the numbers uh, keep going. We've got a couple cool contests and promotions going. Uh, so pick up five medallions of the, the new TSP uh, Ant Medallion, and we will uh, throw in one of the Debt and Death Coppers. Let's hit 15,000. Everybody gets one. And let's hit 25,000, and we'll make 10 of those 10th ounce gold uh, limited edition medallions by uh, by way of Jack personally coming out here and minting them. So just a big thank you to everyone. Um, this has been a wild adventure for me over the last five years. We've come so far, and we have so much more yet to do. So uh, thanks again, Jack, for having me on the program. It's It's been really great, as usual. And thanks for everything you've done for us as well and for being a great friend to the show, the community, and myself. Chris, I want to give you a chance here for some final thoughts. Oh yeah, and Jack. Like you, one of the things that uh, when we did the show, God, almost a year ago, um, the thing that I loved about us is because your group of uh, survivalists aren't these kind of like doomers that are going to go into a bunker and, and you know cut off life. Um, you know, your whole philosophy is about you know preparing. Um, you know, whether we need it or not, it's just smart. It's good, good living. It makes for a better way of life. And then even my you know my silver stackers we're not about making dollar profits and and doing all that other stuff it's all about we are going to be the um the meek that are going to inherit the earth um because when all this other insanity stops the people who have their act together, the people who have the real assets and networks and the connections and, and stuff are the ones that everybody's going to look at and go, well, shit, you know, you, you guys are doing all right. Well, what do we do now? Um, you know, and we're going to be the ones that are going to be leading the next generation of whatever it's going to be. And it's, you know, just because this, uh, this paper paradigm is going to end and it's going to be nasty and bad, um, there is another side to that. The anger phase will burn out. It's not going to be bad everywhere all at once. And I think that uh, the the 
purpose of owning silver, especially to the survivalist, uh, you know, bent out there, the prepper bent or whatever you want to call it, um, is that, you know, I don't think it's going to be really uh, beneficial um, inside the anger phase, but there is going to be a huge opportunity to reestablish something completely different on the other side. And it's going to take real capital and being able to exchange value uh, for that. So that's one of the things I've been encouraging people um, to, to really look beyond what's going on and think of this as generational wealth and historical significance of an individual owning a thousand ounces of silver. Jack, most people don't realize that there were kings of England that did not own a thousand ounces of silver uh, throughout all of history. This is an historical time where an average guy can go out and buy literally a king's can you, treasure. Can you of real silver. quick put that into to human labor, the, the denarius yeah. thing, the one tenth of an ounce? Yeah, that's, so, that's I mean, brilliant the way you did that. Yeah, so one of the challenges I always get with silver investors are they're like, Chris, what, where's the dollar price of silver going to go? When do I buy now? You know, you know, they're always trading paper and you know, thinking in terms of value. And I said the most best way of valuing silver is in ratio investing. And most people, the gold to silver ratio, you know, gold and silver come out of the ground at a one to nine ratio. For every one ounce of gold, there's nine ounces of silver. Well, right now, you can buy 52 ounces of silver for one ounce of gold, meaning that whatever value, dollar value, that gold is going to go to, whether it's 5,000, 10,000 ounces, silver will go from a 51, you know, 1 to 51 ratio down to a 1 to 9. And I believe that we're going to go even further and lower than that to where that we could have parity in gold value. And that's just the gold to silver ratio. But the most significant way of valuing silver, and, and I really thought about this, was to say that throughout all of history, and even two-thirds of the world today, a tenth of an ounce of silver has represented a day's worth of hard human labor. And I used a couple historical reference points. I used that um, Roman soldiers, you know, fighting barbarians, uh, were paid at one denarius for every day that they served the emperor's, uh, you know, Roman legion. A denarius was ten, uh, a tenth of an ounce of silver. Um, you know, but it was uh, a good wage. Yeah, no, they were paid wage. well. Um, how about in Sun Tzu, Art of War? Sun Tzu said that you could have a hundred thousand man army for a thousand ounces of silver every day. So, that, I mean, that's less than a tenth of an ounce of silver. Um, uh, factory workers at the turn of the century were paid uh, a dime a day, you know, but, but he can spare a dime. That meant a day's worth of wages. But even in two-thirds of the world today where people live off of what? Two dollars a day, about a tenth of an ounce of silver. So if people start valuing silver in those terms and realize that when the dollar collapses, there will be no other way of valuing silver other than what you're willing to work for and the relative scarcity between that silver and the amount of billions of people out there willing to work every day. That's how people should be doing it, and that's going to be historically significant. Isn't it like three and, and a half years value. or something you said? It like represents three and a half years of human labor or something like that? Oh, a thousand ounces would represent 30 years. So everybody goes, oh, you know, I want to retire one day. Buy a thousand ounces of silver. You will retire. Wow. Wow. And there's the opportunity today to because do that. that, that represents... That, that represents 10,000 days of hard human labor. And think about how rare, you know, even the people that earned the, those silver dimes, they were, pay, they were paycheck to paycheck players back then, too. They would yep. earn a dime, they would spend it on their housing, food, kids, thing, and be broke by the end of the day. There was, but they could make it for a week on a dime, a dime a day, six-day yep. work week or whatever. That's right. And, and this, this, this ratio swing has happened before, and the powers that be had to cap it by demonetizing silver, 1873. 
is when this yep, happened. Silver and gold were trading in the in this country. Most people think it's twenty to one because it was a twenty dollar gold piece and a a one dollar silver piece, but they weren't a full ounce. It was a sixteen to one ratio that silver and gold were fixed at in the monetary system. And when the price of silver began to adjust to reflect the ratio you're talking about, people started doing what? Did they hoard gold? No, they hoarded silver. And in 1873, silver was demonetized. It became known as the crime of 1873. And it was specifically the powers that be trying to correct a market that was self-correcting. Well, and here, here's another backstory I don't think a lot of people get. Um, yeah, we were on a bimetallic standard, but all the banker's debt was denominated in dollars, okay? Um, there was a little uh, silver find called the Comstock Load that was coming online, and there was massive amount of silver that was coming out of those mines. And if the bankers allowed silver to circulate, all, you know, all of humanity would have been able to pay off their debts relatively soon because mm -hmm. you know, there was tons of silver coming out there. So what did they do? They demonetized it, and then all the silver became worthless, and then people didn't need it for money, so they had to sell it down. They've always been manipulating silver, and silver is the Achilles heel and is the answer. And that's why the silver bullet and silver shield is going to be, you know, uh, uh, be well-known far beyond what's going on now. Well, guys, I appreciate both of you. I do want to go ahead and wrap the episode up. We went a little bit long, but that's that's a nice thing about not being in corporate America and not being on the radio, right? I don't care if the episode goes long, and if people uh, think it's a bit of a long episode, they can split it up and listen to it at their leisure. And uh, both of you guys, I want to have you back on soon, even if we get you on for some, you know, twenty-minute segments or things like that. Chris, you'll probably turn a twenty-minute segment into a forty-minute segment, but but that's completely okay because again, we don't have a time schedule to meet here. And uh, again, both of you, thank you guys for being here today. It's awesome. really my pleasure. Thanks, Jack. All right, folks, and with that, this has been Jack Spirico today, along with Rob Gray and Chris Drain, helping you figure out how to live that better life if times get tough, or even if they don't. Seeing our food these days, you know it's on our TVs. Sometimes we forget we are what we eat. I don't know the answer It's like there's nothing I can do It's the price we pay, I guess And we follow all the rules There's a better way to do this Let me show you a better way
revolution is you.